stick it in their armpit, and that's not weird at all. I'll stick a thing in your armpit. I don't care. <laughs> Welcome to Then You Ruined It, a podcast where two friends who refuse to meet in real life give each other plenty of reasons to stick to that opinion. So I just came back a couple weeks ago now from spending time in Utah with my family. And we spent a few of those days up at a lake. And this was with my extended family. So all my cousins were there. All my cousins' kids were there. And it was a pretty big group. But as the week went on, more and more people went home. And uh, the last night, it was just me, my sisters, and my wife, and my one brother-in-law. And put all the kids to bed. And we were just sitting around talking. And it was kind of nice to have just like a long extended adult conversation without any kids around with my sisters. And then my nephew came in. My nephew is, this particular nephew is not quite three. So still really little, still in diapers. And he was just, you know, miserable. Like just, you could tell something was really bothering him when he was just grabbing his stomach. And my sister's like, oh yeah, he hasn't pooped in like four days. He is not happy. And we were talking about various things with our kids. And, you know, you get around with a bunch of parents, you talk about kid poop. So we talked a lot about kid poop. If you want to hear all the stories I shared, most of them have already been in this podcast or the previous one today. I learned nothing. Go check them out. But my brother-in-law, who is married to my other sister, so not this kid's dad, he was talking about like, oh, when one of their kids was first born, they were all kinds of backed up and they would have to do a what they refer to as a Vaseline enema. And <laughs> Jason has perked up. I'm, I'm worried. <laughs> we should have been a doctor involved here somewhere. <laughs> Let's just shove this slippery stuff up his hole until something comes out. It's <laughs> dangerous. Here's the thing. My brother-in-law is a doctor. <laughs> okay. that's that, that makes it a little better. Still not something I would think yeah. to try, but... <laughs> And so my sister is asking questions and they're, they're talking about it a lot. And they're like, he's like kind of explaining, oh, yeah, you just get a Q-tip and you get it with Vaseline and you kind of lubricate the sides of the, the shaft there and you get that bullet out. And my sister kept asking more questions. And finally, he picked up what she was laying down. And he's like, do you want me to do it for your son? <laughs> and she's like, would you please? Will you please play with my son's butthole? Yes, I'd be happy to. So she went and she got some Vaseline. She got a Q-tip laid the kid on on the floor and she's like okay your uncle is going to do something f- to you now <laughs> i'm sure that wasn't her actual words but i love it that would be <laughs> your uncle's going to do something it's not going to be pretty that's kind of what like, she's like you're not gonna like this but your uncle is a doctor this is okay and she hands him over to my my brother-in-law who looks and is like full disclosure i'm a podiatrist <laughs> That's a foot doctor. (laughs) But here we go. (laughs) This is my saving my own ass. (laughs) I usually look at feet, not buttholes. But let's try this. And he performed the the procedure. Meanwhile, me and my wife are fascinated because we've never had to go through this. And we are just like sitting there like... This is amazing. This is better than the Discovery Channel. <laughs> We're just kind of watching with rapt attention as he works his uh, works his magic, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you can feel it in there. This thing's huge. No wonder the kid's bad." She's like, "I know. It's been four days, and he's a big pooper." 
So there was, it was a good like three minutes of us like continuing the conversation. Once the procedure began, we got right back to planning our next trip to Disney. <laughs> As you do when somebody in the room is having their butthole probed. <laughs> <laughs> so we did that, put the diaper back on, and the kid... He like he was not happy about it as you would not be, but he, um, you know, once he once it was all done and went back to his mom, he he kind of calmed down, and then after about three or four minutes, he he kind of pushed away from his mom and walked away. And my sister's like, "This is what he does when he poops. It's happening. It's happening." <laughs> and he comes back like ten minutes later, just walking around with like this strut. <laughs> <laughs> and you look behind him in the diaper and it is sacking. Oh, yeah. And we're like, we did it. That's I, family. I'm so relieved for him. Like that is just, being backed up <laughs> for four days, especially. I can't imagine. But yeah, that's my son. When he was, you know, toilet training, did, did some of that. He went through some incontinence but he also just got it out whenever he had to so it was usually in his diaper but overnight we had so much of that to deal with so he didn't get constipated and backed up as much but when it would happen it's just like just come on dude it's so easy to sit on that potty and just do it and it's gonna feel so good trust me i'm i'm almost 40 and when i have a really good dump <laughs> oh there's no better feeling You're like yes i'm so glad this is happening so I'm I'm thrilled that uh, that worked and it, it it really is interesting that you you I can feel being relieved like I can I can feel it for him <laughs> just the description of the 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 vaseline and the the waiting and the being like oh yep this is happening now goodbye <laughs> I'll they went off to do it by himself <laughs> just he just, I'm gonna enjoy this but I'm gonna enjoy it for me. You guys, you guys just get to enjoy the after effects, i.e. the cleanup. But I'm going to go have a moment to myself. Which he had earned. Yeah. What that kid had been through. He deserved his alone time to duke it out. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Go in there and duke it up. Then come back and say, okay, now take care of this. And your parents are thrilled. That's the, that's the best part for him. He doesn't even have to worry about, no, you weren't supposed to. No, we don't do that. It's They're thrilled. Like they threw a party probably. It's like everyone high five. Yeah, seriously. You got to see in real time a victory. <laughs> <laughs> got to see someone just really knock one out of the park. Well, it's so rare that you get to see the whole medical process. We went from procedure to effect all in one thing. It's either usually like they do a surgery and that's inside you. I've had my hernia repaired and I can't look in there and see my lack of hernia now. Okay. Better question. If you could, would you? <laughs> Honey, stick the camera up there. Yeah. Check that out. Look at that. That's so much better. Oh, God, that feels so good. <laughs> so, honestly, the way that they described the hernia repair to me is they were just going to cover it with some mesh to keep my guts from going through the hole. So, I kind of want to look at there every once in a while and make sure the mesh is in the right place. Because, like, to me, that sounds like there's just chicken wire. Like, there's a hole in the fence, and we've covered it with chicken wire to keep the cat in. But the cat is my small intestine, so I really want to make sure this cat stays where it's supposed to be. I don't know that you have a grasp on surgery, the what goes on in surgery. I don't. I've never had one, and that's fine with me. I have to imagine somebody who's had like multiple surgeries on their body, especially in different areas, starts to look like the operation guy. 
You, you barely look like a human anymore. It's like, man, we've replaced so much on this person. Let's just start calling them a cyborg. So I consider myself a cyborg because I have those little grates covering all my hernias. So I, I technically am part machine. So I'm, I'm very proud of that. I've had two surgeries, but they've both been uh, endoscopic or entroscopic? Little scopic. They've been little scopic <laughs> where they've had the little holes that kind of heal up really well. And I don't even know where my scars are. But I'll see dudes at the at the Y with the big old cut down the middle of their chest. I'm just like, oh, good gosh. I can't even imagine. Like, if like it's obviously like some kind of heart surgery where they had to go in through the chest when there are bones there. And it's just like, oh, no. <laughs> and having a heart condition, I'm sure that's going to be me someday. But ain't yet. There you go. Nope. For now, it's just <laughs> living vicariously through your nephew yeah when you say i don't know what surgery is like uh, no i don't because i consider sticking a q-tip with vaseline up someone's butt a surgery so you know yeah it's definitely if if i had to be involved in a procedure like that i would need alcohol not for the area we're affecting but for myself it's like i can't i can't do this <laughs> you're not disinfecting anything you're just trying to block things out i always i don't think i no no i never did it for either one of our kids i, I would remember because it's traumatic or it looks traumatic uh, taking either of their temperatures rectally. Oh, yeah. I always made my wife do it just because I I, I couldn't. I can't. I, I would see it go in, and then I would see my son or my daughter just go, just like start crying. Just like, this doesn't feel right. This does. This shouldn't be here. I'm just like screaming Out-hole! with them. Yeah, I'm like laying beside them just screaming at my wife. <laughs> what are you doing, you monster? <laughs> it's the outhole. <laughs> it's the outhole. <laughs> I don't think we ever did that for either of my children, not because refused to or didn't have to. I just, I don't think we just took it on their forehead and, or, or no, we had the armpit one. Like, I don't get why people are still doing the, the butt one. You can stick it in their armpit and that's not weird at all. I'll stick a thing in your armpit. I don't care. <laughs> but I ain't sticking nothing in your outfit. Everybody be careful. <laughs> He'll stick it in your, your armpit. <laughs> he does not care. <laughs> I did that as a kid just because I hated... I, the feeling, and I still don't like it, but I'll do it. Uh, the feeling of the thermometer under your tongue. I just, it hurts my tongue and it hurts my mouth and I just, I couldn't stand it. So yeah, when I had to do it from home, I absolutely would just push, uh, push the button, put it under there, hold it in. And they say like add a degree or whatever, but it's also, you know, it's not, unless you're really hot, it's not that effective. Like it's not that accurate. So that's why, you know, we, we would do the, the, the butthole. (laughs) It's not different. Me and my wife would do the butthole. (laughs) we would would choose to do rectally when they clearly had some temperature like it's like you know forehead is hot hands are clammy and hot and it's like okay i want to get an accurate reading of this before we make any other further moves and whenever that was the case it would be like oh it's like 103 rectally so we need we need to you know get you to the doctor immediately so yeah we i I can't think of a time we did it that way and it was like oh it's 99 you're fine no. Then it was, yeah, that definitely the forehead one or whatever. I'm just like, oh, no, it says like 98, 99, you're fine. Let's, let's go. But yeah, that, that gave us an, uh, an idea of just how much we, you know, need to not dilly dally about this. So it's not, it can't be fun. And like I said, I, I was vehemently against it, even though I knew it had to happen. And there, there was one, I <laughs> this is my wife's fault. I do not take blame for this. We have one now that's specially like it, it. It is a rectal thermometer. It's like a little round thing with like the little thing that goes in, little probe that goes in, and that is the one 
that you use. Before we had this thermometer, we just had a bunch of thermometers, and there was one that was a little more flexible. It wasn't necessarily a rectal thermometer. It was just a different type of thermometer, but it was the same one. You push the button, it's electronic, and you do it that way. And my daughter was sick one day, or she said she, said she wasn't feeling good. So I said, okay, we need to take your temperature. So take this out of the little sleeve. All right. Put a, I put the little protective sleeve on it so that it, there, there was protection. It wasn't just raw. <laughs> one raw dog in it. <laughs> Apologies for using that term. Uh... And put it in her mouth and was taking it out. And was like, yeah, she she has 100 degree fever. My wife is just like, you didn't use that thermometer, did you? <laughs> you actually did it. I said, yeah, it's it, it, one of the thermometers. Why? She's like, that's the rectal one. <laughs> I was like, no, it's not. This The other, it, why would you, what? I, I just immediately go from, no, it's not, to how could you monster possibly let me do this? <laughs> You know I don't know the difference between things. They all look the same to me. They're all a little... I mean, they literally look the exact same. Except for, again, this one's a little more flexible, so... That's why, apparently. And, uh... But like I said, I put the little... uh, The little sleeve that goes on the thermometer before you stick it in your mouth that, you know, keeps it safe from, you know, anybody else that might need to use it. Uh... Plus, my wife, you know, the one that used it before, sterilized it, because she does that after every one, so... It was fine, but yes... It had also been in her butthole before. (laughs) (laughs) You are the worst. (laughs) It's, it is what it is. It's keeping kids healthy, however you have to do it. Yep. One butthole at a time. All right. One (laughs) butthole. Parenting. Keeping kids healthy, one butthole at a time. I want that on a t-shirt. No, you don't. I wear it. Okay. I'll make you one then. That'll be your next birthday right, gift. Send it to me. You made it through another episode of Then You Ruined It. If you still want to hear more from us, you can find us on Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Sigler. We also do a webcomics review podcast called Digital Strips. Digital Strips.